Good evening, friends. Welcome to Sabbath Moons. This is a program of inspirational music and the spoken word, brought to you by the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Rockingham, Western Australia. I trust that as you listen today, you will experience God's rest and peace. So, stay tuned. Savior to me. 
stay tuned for more inspirational music and the spoken word right here on Sabbath Moons, a broadcast of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Rockingham. chapter 13 and verse 16 says, So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day? The Ten Commandments, as recorded in Deuteronomy 5, are slightly different from those found in Exodus 20. In Exodus, God commands His people to keep the Sabbath holy, because in six days he made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day, according to verse 17 of Exodus chapter 20. But in Deuteronomy, Moses stated, Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. 
Now, skeptics may use this to argue that the scriptures are unreliable, but believers can observe that both versions combine to give us the total picture behind Sabbath observance. First of all, the Sabbath commemorates God's creative power. And second, the Sabbath should remind us of God's finished work in delivering us from sin's bondage. It's beautiful, isn't it? For not only is God our creator, he is also our redeemer. But let's focus a bit on the second reason. Each time the Sabbath came around, the Israelites were supposed to remember that were it not for God's grace, they would still be mixing straw and mud down in Egypt. They were to remember that God, without a stroke of their help, freed them from an experience that robbed them of their human dignity and threatened their very survival as a people. And even today, we should remember that the Sabbath is about liberating people from sin and its dehumanizing consequences. The, the rulers of the synagogue did not understand this, so they took Jesus to task for healing a woman on the Sabbath day, a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. We read this in Luke chapter 13, verse 11. Now, Jesus did not simply say to her, you are healed. He told her, you are loosed from your infirmity. The rulers had no problem with loosing and watering their animals on the Sabbath. Imagine that. But they grumbled, not realizing that a child of Abraham had just been loosed from sin's enslavement. Well, Sabbath is not just about going to church. It is a day when we should seek opportunities to cooperate with the Lord of the Sabbath in liberating people from sin's bondage.
the journey of the narrow road And those who've gone before us line the way Cheering on the faithful Encouraging the weary Their lives a stirring testament To God's sustaining grace Surrounded by so great a cloud of Says, let us run the race that only for the prize. But as those who have gone before us, let us leave to those behind us the heritage of faithfulness passed on through godly lives. All oh, may all who come behind us find us faith. Isaiah chapter 44 Yet hear now, O Jacob, my servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen. Thus says the Lord who made you and formed you from the womb, who will help you. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, and you, Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. For I will pour water on him who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. 
They will spring up among the grass like willows by the water courses. One will say, I am the Lord's. Another will call himself by the name of Jacob. Another will write with his hand, The Lord's, and name himself by the name of Israel. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Beside me there is no God. And who can proclaim as I do? Then let him declare it and set it in order for me, since I appointed the ancient people. And the things that are coming shall come. Let them show these to them. Do not fear nor be afraid. Have I not told you that from time and declared it? You are my witnesses. Is there a God besides me? Indeed, there is no other rock. I know not one. Those who make an image, all of them are useless, and their precious things shall not profit. They are their own witnesses. They neither see nor know that they may be ashamed. Who would form a God or mold an image that profits him nothing? Surely all his companions would be ashamed, and the workmen, they are mere men. Let them all be gathered together, let them stand up, yet they shall fear, they shall be ashamed together. The blacksmith with tongues works one in the coals, fashions it with hammers, and works it with the strength of his arms. Even so he is hungry, and his strength fails. He drinks no water and is faint. The craftsman stretches out his rule. He marks out one with chalk. He fashions it with a plane. He marks it out with a compass and makes it like the figure of a man, according to the beauty of a man that it may remain in the house. He cuts down cedars for himself and takes the cypress and the oak and he secures it for himself among the trees of the forest. He plants a pine and the rain nourishes it. Then it shall be for a man to burn, for he will take some of it and warm himself. Yes, he kindles it and bakes bread. Indeed, he makes a god and worships it. He makes a carved image and falls down to it. He burns half of it in the fire. With this half he eats meat. He roasts a roast and is satisfied. He even warms himself and says, Ah, I am warm, I've seen the fire. And the rest of it? He makes it into a god, his carved image. He falls down before it and worships it, prays to it and says, Deliver me, for you are my God. They do not know or understand, for he has shut their eyes so that they cannot see, and their hearts so that they cannot understand. And no one considers in his heart, nor is there knowledge nor understanding to say, I have burned half of it in the fire. Yes. I've also baked bread on its coals. I've roasted meat and eaten it. And shall I make the rest of it an abomination? Shall I fall down before a block of wood? He feeds on ashes. A deceived heart has turned him aside, and he cannot deliver his soul, nor say, Is there not a lie in my right hand? Remember these, O Jacob, and Israel, for you are my servant. I have formed you. You are my servant. O Israel, you will not be forgotten by me. I have blotted out like a thick cloud your transgressions and like a cloud your sins. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord hath done it. Shout, you lower parts of the earth. Break forth into singing, you mountains, O forest and every tree in it. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob 
and glorified himself in Israel. Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, and he who formed you from the womb, I am the Lord who makes all things, who stretches out the heavens all alone, who spreads abroad the earth by myself, who frustrates the signs of the babblers and drives diviners mad, who turns wise men backward and makes their knowledge foolishness, who confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messengers, who says to Jerusalem, You shall be inhabited. To the cities of Judah, you shall be built, and I will raise up her waste places. Who says to the deep, Be dry, and I will say, I will dry up your rivers. Who says of Cyrus, He is my shepherd, and he shall perform all my pleasure. Saying to Jerusalem, You shall be built, and to the temple, your foundation shall be laid.
This is Sabbath Moods on Faith FM, a ministry of the Rockingham Seventh-day Adventist Church, 21 Wanley Street, Rockingham. Like wandering sheep, all mountains called, since all have gone astray, to life and peace within the fold, how may I find the
Matthew chapter 8 verse 24 And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. It was evening time. Jesus and his disciples had had a long day dealing with the crowds who were constantly coming to Jesus for one reason or another. Anxious for some rest, they climbed into a boat heading to the other side of the Lake Galilee. Everything seemed to be going blissfully well for a time, but then, suddenly and swiftly, atmospheric conditions deteriorated. A terrible storm swept down the steep mountainsides, whipping up angry waves which threatened to sink the boat and its occupants. Let's pause a while to reflect on the word suddenly, because it announces that what we do not expect happens. Suddenly reminds us that life does not always give us what we hope for, and that as much as we plan, certain circumstances will remain outside of and beyond our control. Suddenly reminds us that joy may turn overnight to sorrow, and bliss may give way to misery. Suddenly reminds us that calm seas may in a matter of mere minutes become troubled waters. Suddenly. That's life. Let's note, too, that Jesus did not prevent the storm from happening. That would have guaranteed the disciples a safe, pleasant passage. Jesus does not always prevent the storms from coming into our lives. Sometimes we think that because we have Jesus, everything is always going to be all right, rosy and hunky-dory. We somehow expect that Jesus will keep us from the storms or will keep the storms away from us. But I heard Daniel saying from the lion's den, No! I heard Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shouting from the furnace, Not always! I heard the Apostle Paul saying, Beloved, don't think it's something strange. Jesus does not always keep the storms from coming your way. But whenever the storms arise, we can be sure that He's right there in the boat with us. Lord, thank You for staying with us through our trials. We will trust in you and not be afraid. The sky is overshadowed with blackness, no shelter or help is nigh. Carest thou not that we perish? How canst thou lie asleep? When this moment so madly is threatening, a grave from the angry deep. The winds and the waves shall obey my will,
You are listening to Faith FM, and this is Sabbath Moods, brought to you by the Rockingham Seventh-day Adventist Church. Oh 
For the past hour, you have been listening to Sabbath Moods on Faith FM. This program has been presented by the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Rockingham. We are located at 21 Oneness Street, Rockingham. You can write to us at that address. You can also find us online at www.rockingham.sda.org.au or you can leave a message via our answering service. Telephone number 0476-416-740. Please join us for Bible study, worship, and fellowship every Saturday morning from 9.20 and enjoy a delightful lunch right after the worship service. So tune in next week for another edition of Sabbath Moods right here on Faith FM 88.0. Until then, this is Erickson Fabian saying, May God richly bless you. Thank you.